This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. There's trouble brewing in U.S.-China relations, but an expert predicts the tensions will be short-lived. China has opted to halt its purchases of U.S. soybeans and pork, a move thought to be in response to the Trump administration's action on Friday to restrict previously granted economic policies to Hong Kong. INTLFC Stone economist Arlen Suderman tells AgriPulse's Bill Thompson he thinks the Chinese actions will be temporary in nature. He says China has incoming cargo from Brazil, so they can afford to pull back from purchasing from the U.S. for a while. But long term, they'll have to have more pork and soybeans, and they have very limited options of where they're going to get it. The National Pork Producers Council says it is concerned but skeptical about the news. There's more in Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Summer lock and dam repair could have an impact on producer bottom lines. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Producers selling grain along the Illinois River in the eastern Corn Belt may have to haul loads a little farther than usual this summer. According to the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, repair projects are scheduled to begin on five major locks and dams July 1st. Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director Mike Steenhuck says the repairs are likely going to increase transportation costs for certain producers. These river terminals along the, the river who are going to be affected by these lock and dam closures, I mean, you're seeing that they're not offering bids uh, at their location during you know, those summer months because they don't anticipate being able to ship anything out their back door. The repairs are expected to be completed in September and October. As of now, Army Corps officials say the projects are expected to begin on schedule, but note they will provide an update if the projects are delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. By the way, producers are wrapping up corn and soybean planting for the year. According to this week's crop progress report from the Department of Agriculture, 93% of the nation's corn crop is in the ground, well ahead of the 64% in last year's wet planting season. Soybean planting is even further ahead at 75% compared to 36% a year ago. Finally today, a leader in the push for expanded rural broadband says she wants to see a little more awareness of the progress being made on the subject. Shirley Bloomfield is the CEO of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. She tells AgriPulse's Jeff Nally broadband is critical for rural revitalization. I think broadband infrastructure is one of the founding tenants of economic development in a rural community. And I would say the second part of that, which is why we've really pushed our Smart Rural Community Initiative, is let's tell people about it. She says there's success stories to tell. You know, we've got 160 gig communities out there and that they are wiring every home and that they are, um, you know, the huge capacity they have and what they are doing in terms of public service and telemedicine. That's how you get people thinking about coming back to rural America or giving these rural communities a fighting chance to make it for the next generation. She says many Americans have gotten a taste of the kind of Internet services available during the COVID-19 pandemic. And so I look at the workplace and I thought, who knew I'd be on five WebEx meetings a day or be able to do virtual conferences with 300 people or still take an FCC commissioner and have 400, 500 of my members hear their message and our dialogue, just simply logging in at their desk or at their kitchen table. So I think 
In some ways, I hope we've embraced technology even more quickly than we might have without kind of this push. That, however, will continue to lead to Americans will crave more and more bandwidth. Once you get a taste of the sense of, I don't really need to drive 20 miles today to go to the office. We can conduct this remotely, or I don't need to go to the healthcare clinic. I can do telemedicine with my doctor, or I haven't been able to see my father in a lockdown senior center. I think we're going to crave it. There's more from Bloomfield in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.